Okay, so welcome to Coffee Shop Interview for Sardis Part 2, which you're about to listen to. And uh, we're here with Alan, and we just uh, got done with, we're, we're sitting here on a Sunday afternoon. So we are post-sermon, and you are listening to this pre-sermon right now. And I wrote some notes down uh, during the sermon, just some stuff to listen for. But first of all, um, I'd like to say that the sermon was, uh, sometimes I like to say that you're um, on point. Right. And Mm -hmm. I mean, all the sermons are great, but today was an on point sermon. It was very well done. It was very well, I think, was received. Um, And it didn't have, you had a lot and a little amount of time, and yet I think it was expressed really well. And it was really well uh, just really well, really well expressed. Thank you. Um, so, are there was there anything that you thought when you got done with the sermon? I wish I'd have said. I wish I'd have said that. And and this is you know, keeping in context that our listeners haven't listened to the sermon yet. Well, that's hard to say. Um, there's always something that I wish I had said or had more time to say. And I get. I guess if I were to redo it or write a. A book on it I would expand a little more at the end where I just uh, touch really briefly on the one who overcomes will be dressed in white and his name will not be blotted out of the book of life uh, I didn't spend too much I didn't spend hardly at any time except for reading that so expanding that last part would would be uh, something I'd do different and just to reset for our listeners <laughs> we have we're sitting in uh, Revelations chapter 3 and starting in verse 2 um, Jesus is, is writing to the church in Sardis, and he has said, wake up. And this sermon for me was, how do we wake up? How, how do you know if you're dead or not, is the question. And that's dead in Christ, of course. And so I, I, I wrote down some, some of my notes that may or may not have to do necessarily with the sermon, but um, I found that in chapter 1 verse 18 he talks about having the keys to both death and Hades right and when I visualize that I visualize um, just whatever it is let's say that death is kept in a box and there's a key to it and Hades is kept in another box and there's a key to it and I and I got to thinking about that that I hold the keys to that and what is that what does that um, say to us is that um, when when you die, what happens after that death? And I got to thinking about the first and the second death. So the first death is when our bodies, when our physical bodies die. And in uh, Revelations chapter 20, verse 14, he talks about throwing, the, um, throwing death and Hades into the lake of fire. And it says right there, that is the second death. Mm-hmm. And then he's done. We're done with all that. Yeah, if we as if we go further in Revelation, just as chapters two and three refer back to chapter one so much, you'll start seeing echoes in the book. You know, we're looking at echoes in the culture, echoes in the scriptures, uh, other books of the Bible. But as you go further in, in Revelation, you start hearing echoes of what he has said previously in in uh, in, in the book of Revelation. Yeah. That was, that was something that I, you know, brought to mind that I want to study more uh, personally. So there are four points that you talked about uh, waking up. How do we wake up? And, and four for the points that you're going to hear in this sermon is uh, what's growing, uh, what is growing in my life, what uh, accompanies my walk, 
am I diligent and how focused am I on Jesus? Um, and then you, you pointed out that Sar- the church of Sardis uh, w- was blending in with the society around them. And I, and I know that we as an American society tend to uh, do that a lot. We tend to blend in. And the point for me was stop blending in with those around you. Embrace that you are different because of Jesus regardless of persecution. Right. And you know, to me, the my main point was, number one, you may... You can be dead spiritually and not know it. And so those are some of the things that you mentioned there uh, that give us a hint whether we're dead spiritually or not. And then he tells them what to do. And it can be stated in, in really uh, five, five uh, imperatives, five commands. And the first one was wake up that we dealt with mainly last week. And that's God or Christ waking us up from spiritual death because that's the only way we can wake up and then the things we do is to strengthen uh, to remember to obey and to repent and those are things we do and the biggest thing that I was concerned about in a two-part lesson is a lot of people will, will take those things that we do and forget to center them in Christ and that's what the first lesson was about is even these things we do if we're not centered in Christ then we're going to totally miss the point. And that's why my closing illustration came from a blog that was written by a young lady whose husband had died, why the church doesn't need any more coffee bars. And the point isn't that we don't need coffee bars or we do need coffee bars, uh, but the point is if we're not centered in Christ as a church, then it doesn't matter if you have a coffee bar or don't have a coffee bar or, or whatever changes you want to see take place. The point is if, if these things are not done or or are done, they have to be done with Christ at the center. And that's that's the main point of the whole, really the whole um, series in uh, on, the, on the book of Revelation. And I underlined this because it's so important when I, when I talk to people that are struggling or or when I, when I find myself struggling, read your Bible. Simply open up the Bible and read it. If we don't open up the book that contains the words of eternal life, it's to me, that's just dumb. Yeah, that's, um, that's the only way we can be strengthened. So uh, I thought that was a good point. Um, the last thing that I had um, was, you, you're going to talk about it here in the sermon, but you talk about the... Um, there was a, a celebration, I guess, in Sardis where people would cut themselves, and the blood of the the revelers mm-hmm. would, if if you got that on 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 their white robes, that was considered. A, go over that real right. quick, just real quick again. Uh, yeah, there was a, a celebration that took place once a year in Sardis where the uh, the worshippers of uh, Kibble or Sibeli, she's pronounced. I've heard it pronounced several different ways a goddess of uh, fertility, they would come down the road. And one thing I don't say in, in the sermon in, in mixed company was what they were cutting, they were actually emasculating themselves. They were becoming eunuchs, and they would uh, this blood would uh, be splattered all over the people who were watching. And my illustration there was uh, because Jesus says those in white robes and those who have not soiled their robes Sometimes we get too close to culture, too close to our society, 
and we let it affect us or splatter us with, uh, you know, with its influence instead of the other way around where we should be influencing the culture and the society around us. And that was my bit, one of the biggest lessons I got from the Church of Sardis is that we need to be the ones changing society and influencing, influencing society and not the other way around. And because of that thought, I wrote down these words during the sermon. I think this is what Jesus is trying to say. Don't stain your clothes with the blood of the world. Wash your garments clean in mine. And I think that's the message of, of the whole thing. Stop being stained by the world. Um, just wash yourself clean in my blood. And it's a backwards thought to the world. It's foolishness to the world, but it, it makes sense to us. But it makes more sense when we open up our Bibles. And that's, and that's the only thing that we can lean on, is this. So um, thank you very much again for listening. Uh, go ahead and download the podcast on either Stitcher or iTunes. And, uh, and get ready for another great sermon on Sardis. And we're looking forward to continuing in the book of Revelation next week. All right. Thank you.